Welcome to City Shrinks, a zero filter podcast bringing the conversation about mental health into the 21st century. We are your hosts, Gina and Athena, two New York City therapists with over 30 years of experience. For today, we put down the notebook and pick up a mic and give you full access to real talk with real professionals. This is not your typical mental health podcast. Here, the goal is to keep it 100% real with you. We are City Shrinks. Okay, we're back. Welcome. Today, we're going to pick up where we kind of left off from last time. We're talking about depression. Very serious. So first things first, and a lot of, a lot of therapists don't have a system to treat depression, and they're also nervous to talk about medication, uh, vitamins, nutraceuticals, which are herbs. Who's talking about vitamins and nutraceuticals? <laughs> Apparently nobody. Okay. You know. Meds, yes, I've heard. But, you know, most people, when it comes to vitamins and nutraceuticals, I mean, even the word nutraceuticals, let's elaborate, you know, let's elaborate on that first. You know, what do we mean by nutraceuticals? Okay. So nutraceuticals are herbs. Mm. Like my favorite, holy basil, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're taking that are herbs, St. John's wort. Mm-hmm. Right. So those are the herbs, the plants. Um, also Bach flowers, those are, uh, usually used for children, but you know, people have been using, adults have been using them. I think another, a, a medical provider, a, a colleague of mine uh, told me about the Bach flowers that he uses it for children. Right. And a patient of mine said, uh, oh, I tried it. I had it for my kid and I tried it one <laughs> night. I couldn't sleep and I tried it. It's fabulous. Yeah. So these block flowers. So those are nutraceuticals. Okay. So, you know, and I do see a wave of that as well as people get more into the healthy, natural um, arena. Even though, you know, those things have been used for years and years in different parts of the world. Yeah, thousands of years. Right. Thousands of years. I mean, in, in Queens alone, I don't know how many botanicas like in New York, which are, you know, these little stores that kind of concentrate on you know, different stuff, but they sell a lot of these things. So we grew up, you know, especially in like Latino households with, you know, all these kind of meth, you know, these, you know, yeah, drink non-medical. This. Dr- drink this right. if you're upset, right? Take, take some sips of this. You don't know what you're drinking. You're like, okay. I'm right, like, okay. right. So I think there's a lot of truth in that, you know, when p- people really are nervous about talking about meds or they're on the other extreme where, you know, they'll be taking meds and doing no therapy, Right. So there's a right. huge gap yeah. in that sense. Yes. Now, in New At least York, that's what that, I that's, see. Yeah, absolutely. Right. In New York, that's really frowned upon. Right. But because after the pandemic, there's such a shortage of medical providers. So let's be clear. Disclaimer. We do not prescribe medication. And we highly recommend that you find a medical provider. It doesn't have to be a psychiatrist, but it does have to be someone with a license to prescribe medication to run all of this by. A good medical provider, a good psychopharmacologist, that's right. what it's called. It could be a psych, uh, even a psychiatric uh, nurse practitioner, it could be a psychiatrist. If you're a child or an adolescent, you know, you can find special people who specialize in that specific demographic. You know, I always encourage people because this is a big conversation. People don't really know where to start. Yeah, yeah. And they don't know what's good care and what's not. They don't know that they can kind of question 
you know, the the things are prescribed, especially when they're not feeling well about it, right? Especially if you're not going to therapy and you're just not doing this medication thing. And again, right? the therapist, we have got to learn to educate ourselves and to have a conversation and not be afraid that we're going to get sued or liable, right? So we're giving you suggestions today. And we want you to get out there, do your research. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know these things already. You know, I mean, but today, maybe they're a yeah. confused about how they work. Or, but you still need to, you know, educate yourself right. and find a medical provider to help you. A lot of these medical providers that are new coming out, yes. they know about they all do. of this. They know about these herbs. They know about vitamins. Right. A, a, a lot of MDs, your primary care. They know about these these vitamins. Mm-hmm. You know, so the nutraceutical and the vitamin business is an thirty billion with a B, thirty billion dollar industry. So compared to what you know, the well, pharmaceutical- I just I just say that to right. say that there's a vitamin in every household. Yeah. Right. There's at least one bottle of something. Vitamin C, vitamin D, whatever on your on your shelf. Okay. So right. So the question is. How does it work? What do I take? How do I take it? What should I take? What's going to hurt me? What's not going to hurt me? What's right? Mm-hmm. So those are some questions that we'll get into. Right. It's also important to know it's not just about taking them. It's about how you take them, how often, what That's time, right. consistency. Yes. Because time I think, of day. Right. Nobody, t- nobody time of talks day. about this. Exactly. And I think another thing that comes up, especially when I talk to other people, you know, therapists is that when people start to take certain medications, right, and they don't have a good relationship, let's say with their psychiatrist, right? So whenever you're talking to somebody and they are working with several providers, okay, you now become a system, right? So I always tell my clients that I'm like, you have a little crew, you know, we all work for you. And it's really important for you, right, to be staff. On. That's what I call it. <laughs> staff. You have staff. staff. Learn yes. how to deal with your staff. Now, Preach. let's let's. Um... Damn, Gina. <laughs> staff. Let's staff. Let's define what a psychiatrist is, because some people are very very confused and mm. want to make sure they understand. So, a psychiatrist does have a medical degree, right? Most psychiatrists do not do ongoing psychotherapy. There are a few, but. They run organizations, they run uh, uh, maybe the psychiatric ward of a hospital. You know, there's a lot of money in prescribing medication. So a lot of psychiatrists, it doesn't pay for them to see patients ongoing. Correct. So, So that's the psychiatrist. The nurse practitioner has a license, especially a psych nurse practitioner. Psych nurse practitioner to prescribe psychotropic medication, antidepressants, anti-anxiety, whatever that, right, those classes of medication. So just to be clear on that, getting a psychiatrist is not the end-all, be-all. They're very, very difficult to find, right? This is a a very high-need profession. So those nurse practitioners, they're outstanding. Some of them are really outstanding. They're new. They're educating people on what it does to have ongoing anxiety and depression, what it does to the brain, the atrophy of the brain. So they're really, they have the cutting edge information. So I would say, if you cannot find a psychiatrist, look for those nurse practitioners or look for the nurse practitioners 
that you feel comfortable with because right. there's a lot of women, a lot of women of color coming mm-hmm. out, a lot of men of color, yep. a lot of, you know, different orientation, sexuality. These these people are out, are out in the world and they know what's going on. So find them. Right. I think also even before that, whenever I meet with someone, and this is kind of to circle back a little bit on the previous episode where we discussed kind of the foundational self-care plan. A lot of these vitamins and and nutraceuticals, right, at the end of the day, you know, the deficiencies that that people carry because of, you know, whether it's nutritional, low nutritional value, low quality of food where we should be getting a lot of our vitamins and minerals, because we're talking about brain health, okay? You know, we talk about mental health and physical health, but this is brain health. And a lot of times we're out of sight, out of mind. So just because we can't see our brain, we assume, right, we can't see it be sick or we don't see it kind of, you know, change shape or form. But believe me, when I tell you your anxiety and depression, your addiction, all these things, if you were to scan your brain and there are scans out there, I mean, they're not cheap, but you could get that done and you saw like what your brain is looking like. If you could get an opportunity to see that right. visual, it would be right. right. So you would you would have some questions. You'd right. Be questioning your choices. So I tell everybody, I'm like, first of all, if your kid or you as an adult, you're telling me, you know, I asked you about your nutrition. And I'm like, okay, so you never eat this at all. You never you know, or you're eating a lot of processed foods. I'm like, at the end of the day, if you fix a lot of those things, those kind of five that we talked about last session, and perhaps you can reveal that ba- your actual baseline to yourself because you don't actually know what your baseline is when you're doing all the right things. And then from that place, you can right move and consult with a psych- you know a psychiatrist, right? If you need kind of further, help. If you see that, you know, my eating is better, my physical health is great, you know, my movement is good, my socializing is better, right? But at the same time, it's the level of of suffering. Well, the psychiatrist, right? listen, you know this though. I, I, I'm not sure, you know, for, first of all, the psychiatrist is the, is the last person that people are going to see. Exactly. He's the last That's person, what I'm saying. She's the last person that you're going to see. For me today, since the pandemic, I highly suggest to my patients that you see a nutritionist. Right. I send all all my vegetarians, all my vegans first because you are missing some things. Right. I, I, you know, I know you want to eat the way you want to eat, and it's okay. But then and, supplement and it. You have to. You have to. You have to know exactly what you're doing. Right. You have to be very, very educated, and so hire the expert once again. Staff, get right. your staff, make them work for you. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, the vegans come back and say, oh, I had to add this back into my diet. You know, I looked at it. The nutritionist told me that they took my blood. I'm lacking. Everybody's different. That's right. That's where that comes in. So let's go through our five. Right. The five to how you cure. Refresher. Your depression. Number one, take your nutraceuticals, your vitamins, or your medication. We're going to go over it again in detail, what some of those are, what I use, what Mm -hmm. I like, what I suggest. Uh, in my practice. Number two is sleep. It's so serious. 
there's some there's some wonderful things to to take for sleep. Mm-hmm. You know these sleep medications. It's like you know Ambien. Oh man, remember the, the Ambien wave? Oh man, right. Wow. I know that was a mess. That was a hot mess. Yeah, highly addictive. Yes. You know, for what? There's so many other things that you and can take. And that's the downside to, you know, that's the thing that I think a lot of therapists fear, right? That first of all, you have to trust that the client is going to take this medication correctly because oftentimes, and a lot of clients have these horror stories of people taking medications and it just, right, things getting worse, well, you know, right? Dealing with those first two, three weeks where you're trying yes, to, right? Yes. That's the key. Yeah. Being come able to on. push through. Yeah, but come on, you know, come on, people. You know, educate yourselves. You know, the therapist, you know, know what, know what you're doing. You know, go out on a limb. The reason why we don't know as therapists is because we don't try, right? We don't try. We don't say, okay, you know what? Why don't you try and take this? Let me, let me call. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Eureka. Let me call your medical provider and talk to them about you taking St. John's wort. Or even having them. I just have them. Listen, this is a suggestion. Talk to your medical provider. See how that right goes with but, you, you know, know because- if you have no experience as a as a therapist in St. John's Wort, you know, maybe you don't know anything about it or maybe you've never given it to a patient. But there are some medical providers out there that you can call right. and say, "Have you heard of this?" and they say, "Yeah, I have." You know, what do you think about me giving right. it to our mutual patient, uh, you know, Rebecca? Yeah, okay. Yeah, let let, let her try it. Sometimes <laughs> it's a bridge to actually taking medication. Right, exactly. Okay. Number three, what? Because the habit of taking something every day is so difficult for people with anxiety and depression. That consistency, even remembering. Yes, well, we have tricks for that. Because listen, you're drinking coffee and tea, and whatever your ritual is. So, just so that's the key, right? So that's going to be a solution to that. Number right. three is exercise outside. Now, I always have to say outside. And if you can't make it outside, you can, yes, you can exercise at the gym. Yes, you can exercise at home. But that walk, that run, that going, uh, biking, hiking, I don't care what you do. I really and, don't care. And I don't, outside. You know, exercise. It's that sun. It's that vitamin D. Yeah, outside. vitamin D, absolutely. Just so y'all know, vitamin D deficiency, right, is a huge effect on your, on your brain health, your mental health. So again, fine. And it's if also you a have. precursor for cancer. Well, Yes. This vitamin D deficiency is very serious. Right. And so therefore, again, if you're going to have deficient, I get it. In the wintertime, it's cold. That's why we get that seasonal effective right, situation. Okay. It's common sense. If you have deficiency, okay. You don't like to eat that. Okay. So you're not going to get that nutrient, but supplement it. Don't yes. just go on without it. And I was going to say, you know, exercise you know, I like the word movement because exercise okay. for people, you know, a lot I like of my exercise clients. exercise without rules. Yeah. I don't care what you movement, do. Movement, yeah. right? Yeah. It's it like going. walk the stairs. I have a patient facts. and he tells me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Park a little farther, you know, take the stairs. Even I always try to do it in like also a fun way, you know, suggest to them, you know, some of them, they, you know, they start doing a dance class or like so, or something like yeah. that. Walk with a friend, walk right. with your children, walk with your husband. You know, let's take a 20 minute walk. Come on, let's right. go. You right. Know, and come there's on, so there's so many things that are tracking your steps when you don't even need them to be tracking your fucking steps. Like, you know, and it's not hard. It's not hard to get that amount of steps. And you know what, though? Let's be real. This this remote work. OK, remote work is a, is a contribution to that exactly. lack of movement as exactly. well, because we as therapists, virtual to, therapists. Now you have to get now you have to plan to right. get outside. You have to. OK, so we're going to come back to all of that. But number four is food. And number five and we want to focus on this today because here's the problem. 
And, and I showed you this, right? I showed you that article um, about the suicide rate, how suicides oh, yeah. among teens, and teens are from 11 years old, 11 years old to 24. That's adolescence. That's what we mean, adolescence. Um, suicide, the incredible suicide rate. So number five is socialization. Mm-hmm. Socialization. Now, I always used to tell that to my patients. What are you doing this weekend? Where are you going? What's going on? You know, I had like a little news uh, article thing that I would put out with things to do in New York City. <laughs> this is how serious <laughs> I am about people getting out. I don't know why you would even live in a city if you didn't get out. What's the point? Live in the country. Mm-hmm. Get out and see some things and do some things. Find something to do. Find something free to do. Find something low cost to do. So that socialization, people were like, oh, yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, not going out. I haven't been out all week. I didn't do anything. I stayed home all weekend until the pandemic hit. And then people were, oh, damn, it's it's serious. I, it's affecting my brain. It's infecting my whole life. I can't get out. I can't see my friends. I haven't seen anybody. So now we know that socialization is huge. I mean, there's plenty of studies on that at the end of the day. I mean, if you put anybody in solid, they've done plenty of studies on people putting them in solitary confinement and and done scans on their brains. I mean, isolation and loneliness is the worst. Yes. I don't know no, what that, I, I'm trying to find like a word to even describe <laughs> now, it, but it's and that now we fucking all know. bad. We all have experience with right. that. You know, and think about all the people that didn't have partners, don't have children, don't have, no. you know, and it's just, right. what, what did that do? It was just, it's just really paralyzing and it, and it affects us and we're still affected by that. Right. You can't just turn the page. Oh, you know, so I spent a year by myself and now I'm fine because I, because I don't have to. Oh no. Oh no. So we're talking about doing a reset so when we talk about socializing, if I feel like if you see someone struggling, the best thing that you can do immediately, and I know we always say, oh, you know, get help. Okay, well, you cannot get help sometimes. Hello, you cannot get help sometimes. This is after the pandemic. Therapists are full. They mm-hmm. are full. They cannot take any more patients. It is difficult. Let's just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Right? They are overbooked. They are, you're, the therapist just comes out of school and can start a private practice. When did that start? Pandemic. What were we just talking about? We come across and listen. I don't know. For me to even think of that coming out of school and by student therapist, we're saying like, you might not even, you have like a limited permit. Like you didn't, you didn't even sit your ass down for the test or something. Like, I don't know, you know, what level. And hanging the shingle. Right. You're hanging, you know, whatever. What the fuck? Hanging no the shingle. No experience. Whatever the hell that. I was just about, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck. Hangled, hanging, hanging the, the shingle. shingle. Do we know that? You know what that is. Hanging the shingle is hanging, you're hanging a sign. You're putting your what sign up. What the fuck up. is a shingle? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> LMFT and the sign, <laughs> you're shingling. The shingle is now <laughs> a magnet on the door. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways. Your shingle. name engraved. But yes. Um, yeah. And, and what the hell, what were they charging for? So, yes, yeah, so I was looking around the at therapist pricing. Wild. And I, I, I saw a young woman who was specializing. I don't know what her specialty Speciali- was. <laughs> I don't know what her, I mean, I know she was a, a, a um, LMFT. So I know she was specializing, but she was four hundred dollars for a fifty-minute session. Four hundred, and she is a student. 
she just graduated, right? So it's difficult to find. So the best thing that you can do for someone that you know is struggling is spend time with them and mm. tell them how you feel about them. Because, you know, I had a patient one time, my office, and he came in off the street at my lunchtime. This is how long I've been working that that could actually happen. <laughs> so you come in off the street at my lunchtime and says, oh, you, uh, the, the primary care upstairs sent me to you. And I said, oh, really? So my colleague, so I said, oh, okay, well, that was interesting. I said, what's going on? And he said, well, um, you know, I have terrible anxiety. And so we talked about it. And we talked about his life. And I said, okay, so I'm going to help you with that. We're going to clear that up. That's not a problem. It's, you know, he did the right thing sending you here. I said, let's get a real appointment and we'll work it out. So it comes back the next week and he says, oh, you know, I was thinking about killing myself. And I thought to myself, I think she really cares about me. She spent this time. I didn't really have an appointment. And so that would kind of maybe mess her up. So literally, mm-hmm. I told mm-hmm. him, right? Okay, you know, it's fine. I'm not going to turn you away. You're coming up from, from, from a uh, you know, colleague of mine. So, you know, let's talk. What, what can I do for you? So I saw him. So sometimes when you tell a person, when they understand that you care about them and they're, you're invested in them and you see them struggling, that helps them. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Right. Let's spend some time together. You know, I love you. Right. You know, I care about you. You're so important to me. What, what would I do without you? And remember, and sometimes there are people that when they get into their depression, right, they completely isolate and push away the people that try to right, do those things for them. Yes. Okay. And that's a very high level. When we're talking about right. our train. That's over a seven. That's seven, eight, nine, ten. Right. Where that that's, you know, the anger outburst, get out of my room, get the f- out of here. I don't want to talk, you know, and then they kind of become hurtful to you to kind of push you away. Y'all know who, you know, who I'm talking about. So at the end of the day, with that type of level of depression, right, that's where you really have to emphasize, right, those kind of basic five, right? Because that, that you know, I mean, sorry, the four, because that last portion, right, might be right well they're a all, little later listen after after at a certain point they're they're almost all impossible i mean if you have let your depression get totally out of control right then it's ve- it's going to be very very difficult and if it's a family member and if it's a family member who is of age who's not a minor okay that you want you're trying to like do these things for them etc and they're just at such a high level that they don't let you in right because that's that shame but you know can you you can catch that you know, what took place before? So, you know, you don't just wake up at a 10, right? We're talking about our levels of depression, one through 10. 10 is, oh my God, I could be hospitalized. One is, I'm great, I'm living good. So, you know, everything is progressive. Pathology is progressive. The older you get, the worse it gets. So if you're an old head and you haven't done anything, you still can, but trust, it is going to be a lot worse. And the same thing is true if you're 25. It will not be the same when you get 30. I know you want it to be. I know you're hoping and wishing and you're thinking about how you got it. You can handle it. You can do your thing, whatever. Okay. But when you're 30, it's going to be a wreck. Mm-hmm. So it is very difficult to get that. But that socialization mm-hmm. piece of it always. And then. Yeah. But people don't socialize it. Gina, even these, these young kids, their socializing is non is not intimate. Meaning it's virtual or it's. Right. Well, that Vague. is. What, well, I'm glad you said that. What are you talking about, young kids? Who are you talking about? 
I was like, these kids. She's like, these kids. You're a kid. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, what do you mean? Who's in? The, uh, who's at the bars? Who's at the club? I see. I see you all. You're you're out. You're in the streets. You're hanging out. Whatever it takes. But I am talking about face to face. That's mm. true. I am talking about face to face. I'm not talking about a text message. <laughs> text message is not relationship. Texting is not relationship. Nope. Sorry. Nope. I can't stand these fucking people that send paragraphs. I'm sorry. Y'all, I can't. I can't stand the paragraphs. I don't know. And no, then no. I hate writing that, right? Because my, my patients some... know better. Oh, call, call. No. I, you know, I'll take a call. I'll take a call. I'd rather see you. I'd rather, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Is it, is it FaceTime me. I, I'd rather look at you. What's going hey, on? FaceTime, listen, FaceTime erase a little something, but nothing beats, you know, touch. Yes. Yes. So we are Even talking about energetic trying touch. to get outside. Mm-hmm. And if you have the energy mm-hmm. to pull somebody that you care about outside, then do it. Right. I mean, you know, if you're struggling yourself, you got to do yourself. Right. But if you have. So these five points mm-hmm. are very, very important to try and do every single day. Give me your top three nutraceuticals, vitamins. You know, we'll, we'll talk about the medication. So let's just do nutraceuticals and vitamins that you would give. Somebody that walks in and says, oh, I'm in, I, you know, I know I'm depressed because that's how y'all talk. I know I'm depressed. I know I have anxiety and I just don't know what to do about it. And I just, I'm not interested in meds. I'm just not going to do it. And if you mention meds, I may have to smack you. And, you know, that's not far off though, because a lot of them, they're very traumatized. They have even left therapeutic situations because the therapist oh, was pushing meds. I'm going to walk out the office. You say something about medication and I'm out. Right. So what do you say? Right. What do you tell them? So then we educate them on, right, these five, because that is life's medicine. Now, but immediately, do you have nutraceuticals that you use? Because I have mine. Oh, yeah. What do you use? Magnesium. I love magnesium. Yes. Okay. And I love, ome- and that fish oil is a game changer. Omega 3 1. You, you got, you, y'all, and listen, a lot of young people, I don't know what it is. And maybe people are not eating fish. People, don't eat fish it's unless it's fried. It? It's a little expensive. I don't know. I think that's what it is. I don't know, especially, you know, in New York City. Like, you don't, you know, when you ask people about their fish intake. And you mean deep fried, but because you, you can do a little pan sear. Yeah, any, no, any I'm talking about, fish. like, if people eat fish, it's like fish and chips, like deep fried uh-huh, with the batter. Yeah, right, I'm talking, like, right. grilled, healthy, you know, and, and people are not eating vegetables at the end of the day. Well, you know, my, right? my vegans with those omegas, they, they have a problem with that. But, you right. know, they also make that. Right, uh, vegetarian friendly. All right, vegan yeah, friendly. yeah, yeah. And there's you'd be vegan. amazed what you can get. You'd be amazed what Listen, you can get. Listen, at this rate, y'all, it's twenty. This is what I tell all my clients. It is twenty twenty three. If you, you think it. right, if you think that your options are limited and there's nothing you can find and what you can do, I mean, breath work. I don't care what it is. Breath work. Give me movement. Other You're getting off topic. Give Omega three one. I told me, you. What? I, yeah, that's two. Oh, uh, omegas and the and the magnesium. Give me three. For it depends. All right, let me I give you my start three. with those two. My my three are on a desert island, holy basil. Now that's new to me oh, too. Oh, you like the holy basil? You well, you know what? I took that. a class. Mm. I actually took a class. I thought I knew everything, <laughs> and I took a class, and they talked about holy basil, and I read up on it, and it is it does a lot of things, and so I called it like my pandemic herb. Mm. Uh, but it's really for stress and anxiety Hmm. and it's been around for thousands of years. National Institute of Health calls it like, you know, the most revered 
herb of all time. I prescribed that a couple times for depression, the holy basil as well, especially if, again, you know, everything's a trial and error. Yes. Everything. Yes. You have yes. to find again, your cocktail. Again, yes. Try it. Do your own research. Right. These are just our suggestions. So, of course, I like that, and I like it a lot. Uh, I also like, uh, for antidepressants, you know, I have so many, quite honestly. I mean, if I'm, I have to choose choose three. St. John's Wort. But yeah, I would say St. John's Wort. But sometimes, but sometimes St. John's Wort, it's inexpensive, but it can be hard on the liver and people drink. Exactly. People drink. It really, yeah, so that's a specialized. Yeah. 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 But I also like Sam E, oh, yeah, which is yeah, nice, yeah, but I it's a little Sam expensive, e. yes. but still. It is very expensive. Yeah. It's a little expensive. Um, but those are outstanding. And you take that. So those are kind of like grouped into one, but the L-methylfolate, right? The B vitamin. Vitamin B, that's another one. I yeah, use all for those younger vitamin, kids. vitamin Bs. Yeah. Those line of vitamin Bs, outstanding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're again, they're 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 helping. They raise the efficacy of whatever is in your your body, what is in your blood. So you know, if you're taking holy basil, if you're taking magnesium, it's going to help that work. So those B vitamins are are key. And there's some people, believe it or not, that won't even take vitamins, okay? And you, y'all know who y'all are, right? You don't trust anything. You take pills. Some people are really bad at it, right? They're not at a level where they can. But Google, what are foods that are high in vitamin B? What are foods that are high in vitamin well, D? You and know, that's it. it. It's, it is a conversation. Of and course. Why, why won't you take the vitamins? So I've had, her. oh, I can't swallow the pills. So there's liquid. And now there's gummies. And now there's the so. gummies. The gummies and I was Game a little. Changers. I was I was anti gummy for a long time. No. What? But you know that gummies was, are life. Gummies have changed over the last five gummies years. Gummies are life. Yeah, it so makes such have, a difference. Yes. So you cannot say that. I don't want to take pills. That's usually the reason, or it upsets my stomach. Yes. My that's another my one, rule yeah. is whatever doesn't work for you, we don't have to take. Exactly. So stop taking it and let's change. But not let's all change. providers are like. Not all therapists. Not all providers take that approach that client-centered approach which is wild right they'll be like i've had their you know they've they've told me stories it's like they're like oh well you know you got to push through or you got to push through we got to see and this and that or keep keep doing it let me maybe i got to give you a little more and that's what's gonna help or yeah, whatever right that's so, stupid that's just stupid <clears throat> gina, Damn, gina. <laughs> i'm just saying like you know anyways but yes these are your five. Because you're here. Remember, we talked about being in service. I'm at your service, right? I'm right. part of your staff. And so you didn't come in here to feel worse. Right. Now, right. now, if I say something to you you don't like, you might leave for the day. I'll see you next week. You'll be all right, right? We're going to mm-hmm. get into some place. But overall, you taking something every day, every week, your stomach hurts, you don't feel good. That's just stupid. But those are my top. So in the next episode, what are mm-hmm. we, we going to talk about? We talked about the nutrition. You gotta talk about already. the meds. You gotta like name the names. Like med meds. meds Listen, like it's a med, med world out there. Yes. And they're all not created equal. No. That's for damn sure. And some can be very dangerous as well. Yes. And you know, that's anyways, we'll talk about that next okay, session. So we'll talk about the, yes. the, the next meds. session. You hear me? I'm thinking I'm still fucking <laughs> work. Next session. Oh, so right. the uh, the We'll talk about the the meds and then let's go a little deeper on number two, three, and four of what it takes to fight that depression.
Right. right? And stabilize it. That's what we're trying to do. Yes. We're not trying to get rid of it 100%. Depression is a challenge. Oh, no, that is a good point. See, the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that people who are extremely depressed or extremely anxious, they can't fucking hear you. So you need to stabilize them. That's what that's bring the where numbers the, down. You gotta bring everything down bring so that down. you can actually right do the interventions, the little assignments. You could process the things we talk about in therapy. But if you're like at a seven, eight, nine, when you come in, I can't. You know the. You know I have people like that, right? They're just like raging for like half an hour. I'm like, yo, I gotta cut you off. Like, I, I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, oops, sorry. <laughs> Super excited. Hit no, the table. I'm just saying because at the end of the day, right, you have to understand, you know, we get paid either way. It's your time. But, you know, sometimes they can't help it. Right? And that's happened to me many, many times, right? You can't can't get through the front door, the threshold of the front right. door. You sit there, you're shaking, you're in, you got to go use the bathroom to, right. to vomit and do, right? You're, you're so nervous. You mm-hmm. So it's real. You know, that struggle right. is very, very real. Right. And that's why I do like those, you know, things that, you can go downstairs in the drugstore and get it and take it and feel so much Amazon, better. Amazon, and Gina, then we the, can. Nobody goes to the drugs. <laughs> what the hell? She's the pharmacy. Listen, that's when I was in my office and I had people and I had to send them right downstairs a, to the doctor. We had an office, yeah, and there was a pharmacy right downstairs. There was yes. a doctor okay, right over come here. Come on, right? Remember yeah. that? Yeah, we loved him. We loved him. He was no, and he knew all about it. He right. was so on his game. He knew. He knew what everybody was walking in for. They're like, okay, right. you coming and in I for said, this? Oh, tell that him what your problem is. And he's gonna get, he's gonna hook you up. Go downstairs right. and talk to him. He's wealth of information. Right. Okay, that's it. We're gonna continue this. This is such a, a big conversation. I'm telling it's so you. important. So with some real answers, right? Not not just, you know, tell somebody, okay, what does that mean? That's that's one of the taglines, right? When there's something wrong, when you have depression, tell somebody or get help. Okay. So no, that's that's not enough. And it's clearly not working. Yes. Okay. So We'll see you next time. Shout us out on Insta. Yes, and comment on what you may be struggling with getting off the ground as well. Because And my book. Oh, oh my okay. Gosh. Gina with the plug. Gina with the plug. <laughs> Anxiety, Curing the New Normal by Gina Hurd, yes. LCSW. So yes. the book. Get the book. We're going to talk about it. We're going to do We're a gonna whole show We're going to have a whole episode, Gina. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, it's okay. She's gonna be dropping the plugs from now. Basically, that's what y'all gonna hear. We, <laughs> I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna have them make a, a commercial for your book so we could play at the oh, end of my, every my episode. My poor patients, they're so sick of me um, referencing it, and there is I no know, everybody's like, book. when so is it coming out? The book. Yeah, when, yeah, Done. and they're like with the podcast. When's it coming out? Oof. When's it coming out? I'm like, you fucking see me every week. What, what are you waiting for? I don't understand. It's the same shit I tell you in session. It's not gonna be that off. Like I don't know. But yeah, listen, if y'all are not doing this five, believe me, you're not even giving yourself a fair chance. You're not giving your child a fair chance. You're not giving yourself a fair chance. Trust us. If these five, and this is not news, by the way. No. I think it's just forgotten. We didn't forget. No, we didn't invent this this shit, but we aren't going to emphasize it. But anyways, till next session. Okay. Thank you for listening to City Shrinks. Stay tuned for future episodes where we answer your questions, hear your challenges, and hold everybody accountable. Be sure to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at City Shrinks.